Hello and welcome to another episode of Design Under Influence. Today we're tackling a big subject. Um, those of you who are running sub five employee architecture, design engineering firms would want to hear this because we're going to talk about IT strategies and how to make uh, technology a competitive advantage if you run a smaller firm. Hopefully, maybe that's by design or you intend to grow your business. And we're going to talk you through how, what the blueprint for that is uh, and how technology can come in and help you do that. Here, um, myself, Alex Osanenko, my co-host, Boris Rappaport. Boris, how are you today? Hey, Alex, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a power up level 10 because I'm excited about this topic as I was a business owner in this exact same realm where I, I just don't have enough time for anything and everything needs doing. It seemed overwhelming, but it was also an exciting stage of the business. And so we're going to unpack this issue here on this episode and hopefully provide you with the blueprint. So Boris, let, let, hit us out of the out of the gate. What are the, some of the problems with scaling or running a five-person or less engineering architecture firm? What do you well, see? I think uh, the first thing we need to talk about is what you mentioned is being too busy working in the business, right? So the owner or the founder is always, you know, trying to stay on top of things. And that kind of leads us to the second point where, um, you know, it's trying to stay in control of your business and not necessarily, not necessarily looking outside for help because you feel that you are the only one who knows your business best and understands what's good for your business, which can become a problem as we grow, right? Absolutely. Well, just let me bring up an example. Back when I was uh, running my agency, um, we had, you know, you know, we we had, I think, right about seven people or something like that. It was close to five, and HR began and payroll and all these things were run, ran in different systems, and and it was the challenge. I remember us deciding to hire um, this third-party HR platform. I think it was called Trinet. It's still still called Trinet. And man, it was there was some costs assigned to this onboarding time, but man, it free, freed up so much time to focus on like the three key aspects of building a business, which is culture and hiring, right, uh, systemization and business development. Those are the three things we're gonna we're gonna hit hard today. But um, just an example of like as it's like super busy working in the business, elevating, freeing up maybe up to twenty hours per month for myself personally to be able to work on the business and continue to grow the agency and very successfully. So uh, another thing that I found as a business owner and we see a lot, Boris, is what I'm willing to delegate. Do you want to unpack this a little bit? You have a little bit of that in you, do you? <laughs> well, I think every small business owner does. And that may go back to our previous point of wanting to stay in control, but uh, expanding on that a little more is just, thinking that your time is well spent when you're trying to deal with these minute issues, uh, right? Either trying to fix a website like I do, <laughs> or, you know, trying to fix IT problems like many small firm architecture, uh, small architecture firm owners do, uh, trying to, you know, get by computers and help their, their employees get access to the right information without enlisting help of, a, of an outside person. Yeah. And and look, being busy, we misinterpret into being productive. I'm guilty of that as well, but I'm graduating. I have re, I am recovered uh, uh, working on the business entrepreneur, in the business entrepreneur. And, I, and I'm more moving towards working 
uh, on the business. And it's such a pivotal, uh, monumental move. And it's very difficult to make, but you have to take small steps, take small steps. Your five person, seven person firm, start taking small steps. Another thing that I, I think we all make mistake in as business owners is we're thinking of IT as a defense, right? Uh, we're just going to protect our systems. We try to protect productivity. We don't think of, of IT as an offense. And we'll cover that subject as well a little bit further down in the show. But the idea is freeing up your time and money to go after opportunities in your business. That's IT offense. That's using IT as your uh, competitive advantage. And, and uh, there's one more, Boris, that we get a lot. There's one more. Hit us with one more. Well, it's basically, I already have an IT guy, right? So I don't need any help. I have a person that I can call on if there's an emergency and I just need somebody to fix my printer or fix my server, or if my computer stopped working, I can just call this guy and he can come over and fix it for me. And I think that's a mindset problem, as you mentioned, going back to defense, uh, treating technology and IT in general as a defense and not thinking about all other possibilities. It's like, if something gets broken, then and only then am I gonna fix it. But the real winner here is, what if you do something before that so that it never gets broken, right? That can save you a lot of money down the road. Well, and right away, right up front, because those hourly costs for someone who does not know your business, does not intimately understand all the systems you run, you end up with a patchwork of solutions. I've had the same thing in my firm. You know, IT person come in, fix this problem, fix this problem. That Often that problem breaks another problem. And now, now I'm already spending three hours of their time. It's like 200 bucks an hour. And I'm like, maybe it's 100 bucks an hour. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to call. I'm going to try to fix it myself. The hero in you will try to step in, hold the hero and refocus the hero on the key opportunities for your business, not these minutia. And so uh, let's talk, let's unpack boys. I'm just going to take the next two minutes and unpack what is it actually costing. And so what we've done, we've looked at uh, uh, and talked to our clients. We've looked at our own businesses and our own experience in the past. And through multiple associations, I sort of put together, well, we've put together this, this what, what is the current state of affairs if you find yourself in this in this realm costing you and we figure it's about three hours per week on average for the founder you the founder of the business and about five hours per week as a total cumulative team time cost in these inefficiencies what are these uh, it related costs come from time costs come from well it's setting up computer access for employees and contractors recovering passwords searching for information and asking questions your colleagues ask the founder you know and you interruptions right dealing with hardware and server maintenance there's a risk there as well if things going down how old is it where do i get service do i have warranty dealing with occasional downtime trying to fix that call your it person make sure they respond. So having all those back and forth communications and finally access management for various systems, getting contractors in and out of systems. And there's a risk there as well. As Boris would tell you, you know, when we take on a new client, we look at some systems, there's a wide open gaps of access for previous employees and things like that that have not been properly closed up upon their exit of the firm. And so altogether, if we just look at the cost of time, okay? This is for the founder, it's 12 hours per month. For the team, it's cumulative 20 hours of productivity per month. And if you look at founder's time at at least 
I don't know, uh, $200 an hour. That's, uh, well, we're doing 150 an hour even for lower costs. So it's $1,800, $1,800 per month for you, the founder, in lost productivity and lost time that you can't be billing for. And also another $800 a month uh, if you look at $40 an hour for team costs on average. So your total cost is this particular issue of IT not being systemized uh, is costing you $2,600 per month is also a risk of under delivering on promises to your customers. This is huge. While you're dealing with your IT problems, you know, the projects need to go on, right? You need to deliver. And then uh, of course, there's a business growth stagnation that every minute you work in the business, not on the business, it's costing your business opportunity. And so all of these things are quite significant, but now let's talk about how this problem surfaces or how this problem is manifests when you actually have an IT guy on call. Well, so we talked about some of the costs for your business, as you mentioned, as a business owner. But um, so again, people say, well, I delegate, I have an IT guy. But what happens is a lot of times this person does not, you know, does not know your business that well. And they may not always be available because um, they have many different clients just like you. And they have their own life that they may not value you as a client as much as they do some other clients or as their personal life, which is understandable, right? There is no real incentive outside of just uh, trying to perform work and getting paid for it for them to put you in front of the line, right? So when you have a problem, and you may call um, this person that you may even have a great relationship with. They may not always be available to respond, right? Whether it's a small issue, especially if it's a small issue, um, you may not get a response for a couple of days even because it's just not on there. They're not prioritizing that. Um, so that's one. And all this time you're dealing with this issue is costing your business, right? So that's one hard cost. Next, following up on that is most of the time it's basically bare bones defense, right? So you're just fixing problems as they arise. You don't stop or with the help of your IT guy, you don't stop and talk about how to eliminate these potential problems from ever arising, right? So being, you're not being proactive in understanding your systems and resolving issues that so that they never come back again. So that's also gonna cost your business in the long run because those issues will keep coming back and you'll keep paying for it. Now. Again, I'm not the one to throw shade on anybody, but I have seen people, because they get paid by the hour, take longer to fix certain issues um, just because, you know, they want to have, you know, they want to make that money, right? So instead of the issue taking two hours to fix, they'll stay and work on it for four hours just because um, they're getting paid. Now, I'm not saying that everybody's doing that, but we have seen people that we've, that we know um, have done that before. And then as going back, not knowing your business, right? So a solution that is usually proposed does not take into account the whole picture, right? You're not thinking about your, you know, the solution strategically to make sure that all the other components that are part of your systems and your business align with that solution. So you're usually fixing the problem in the vacuum. And as you, Alex mentioned, that can present problems down the line, you know, for other systems as well. Yeah, very good. So what is one to do with the barrage of different issues? How does a five person, you know, seven person, three person architecture firm think about strategic IT relationships and, and using technology as a competitive advantage? 
I'd say like the first, the way you start to think about this, the solution is number one, where do I systemize? Where can I delegate as a business owner? It's your responsibility. You owe it to your business, to your future success to think in terms of where can I systemize and where can I delegate so I can free up my time to work on the business. And the three things, when I say work on the business, so it's like, what does he mean? Like I work on the business, that sounds, you know, doesn't sound realistic. Well, there's three things. Working on the business to me translates into three things. Culture plus hiring. Your people will kill or grow your organization, right? The quality of your people, the training of your people, the commitment of your people, the mission of the organization, like the excitement, the culture, that is fantastically important above just about anything else, right? Business development is next. You have a fantastic culture. You have a great employees. If you're not growing, you're not providing opportunities for them or your projects are not interesting. You're just eating. You're just barely surviving. You're feeding them, you know, kind of average projects. You're going to have average people stick around. Okay. The good ones will leave and go elsewhere. So uh, business development, I think that is strategic and working on the business. And the last piece is systemization. I can't say that enough. Implementing systems continues to free up your time and your key team member times as you grow to uh, reinvest again in culture plus hiring and or business development, as well as systemization helps the bottom line, the profit. You can't live, you can't run the business without the profit. Sorry if I'm preaching here, but it's, I've done this game. I've been in this game for a long time and I understand what these things, I'm passionate about these, these things. And when I was learning, you know, I would look and read and people say, work on your business. I could never really translate that into action. Well, there it is, okay? Culture plus hiring, business development, systemization, that's working on the business. Everything else, it's an illusion of being busy versus productive, right? It's an illusion of you know growing your business because you're fixing your IT issue because the server went down and your people haven't been able to log in or find their files for two and a half hours. You, the hero with the cape, you know, trying to like revive this uh, a broken butt server and actually, you know, being able to recover your four-year-old, you know, four-day-old backup, that's not a win, right? That's a day wasted. That's trust eroded. There's a lot of different things. So anyway, uh, enough of that. Yo, this is just not IT, right? But I'm speaking on a, on a more of a global business entrepreneurship level, okay? This is how you think about it. Now, if we take it back to the IT, Boris, what do people, how do people even look for these value-added IT relationships that not only focus on defense is like barely operating, but also taking account strategic and offense part of the, of the IT? Isn't that expensive? Uh, no, that's not expensive considering what you're getting in return, right? So if you consider that you'll be getting quick response, that you'll be getting proactive uh, management of your systems, making sure that everything stays up even before the issues arise, and if you consider that you're getting you know, strategic advice to help you move your business forward, and as we talked about, help you systemize and work on your business uh, from the technology standpoint of view, that's not expensive at all, right? So the return on the money invested is gonna be there to help you recover, you know, to help you recover any investment that you put in. And, you know, as we mentioned, 
like having having this in place, having these services in place, having these systems in place will save you at least, you know, 2,500 bucks a month. Yeah, 2,600, right, um, for a five-person firm. And I think that's undershooting it. I mean, I, if you roll your eyes, I beg you to, to, to document your time over the next, you know, let's say 90 days is a big ask, but at least 30 days, you know, the sample size, which should be large enough for you to realize how much time you're actually wasting on this. And so having said that, um, I, I want to sort of like, yeah, Arc IT provides these services. We, we focus on architecture firms. I don't want this to be a fully self-serving blog. So Boris, what are some of the things, like maybe we'll finish up with this. What maybe top three things or so people can look at to evaluate whether the IT partner is both offense and defense for them and is the right partner cost-wise as well as, well as value-wise and you know they can grow with them? So here are the three things that you should be looking at to evaluate either your current or future IT partner. One is making sure that they are responsive to your requests and so that means that if you have a problem, you can either call them up and send them an email and you'll get a response right away. Maybe they're not gonna fix the problem right away, but at least you'll get a response and you know that somebody's working on it. So that would be number one. Number two is um, make sure that they're proactive. So make sure that they have systems in place um, to um, protect your business, right? To have security systems in place, uh, make sure that your, you know, your data and your business are protected. Uh, make sure they have systems in place to proactively monitor um, your equipment performance, um, to document all the equipment that you have, and make sure that it's, you know, um, that it's up to date. Make sure that they're implementing software patches and updates. Um, so doing all of those proactive things to keep you up and running. And then third is make sure you're able to have strategic conversations with them, that they're staying on top of, you know, new trends, new technologies, and I bring those to your attention, seeing how they can help make your business better. Because in the end, I think the best um, kind of IT provider is your business partner as well. Um, so yeah, those would be my three things. Yeah. So strategic business partnership with your IT provider, with your HR provider, like those are, in my opinion, kind of the key key aspects of the business. You know, you take care of tech, you take care of people, you take care of people, take care of tech. And you are like, you know, you, you are most of the way there into building a, a successful company. That's, that's in my opinion, uh, my humble opinion, but Hey, um, hopefully this was useful. Let us know at getarkit.com if we can help you. Look, if you want to reach out to us and just say, Hey, I want to evaluate my current partner. We'll do that at no cost. Uh, look, we want to help you out. We want to help the architecture community and, uh, um, we want to provide information and, and so any feedback is welcome. And uh, again, thank you very much for watching and listening and we'll see you next time. Yeah. And remember, technology is your competitive advantage.